got to finish up from last week because I didn't finish. Uh, Juan, you on the boards? Okay, we're going to recap to kind of catch us up. Uh, five points to controlling your thoughts. Now, you got to control how you think, guys. To trust me, I've had to really control how I think because I think so dark. And because I uh, walk on the wild side, so I really had to stay in contact with my, my, my thoughts and control how I'm thinking. The first step was to ask the Lord to guard and direct your mind. That's, that was the first one we went over. You, you got to ask the Lord to, for help. You got to ask him to help you guard how you feel. You know, because what does Satan bring? He brings the fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, guilt. And then what does God bring? He brings peace, faith, calmness, and freedom. Amen. Amen. Now, Amen. see, we got to remember that we do have an adversary and, and the only way he can defeat you is to defeat you in your thinking. Amen. I know you got problems, you got situations, but it's what you think about it. So here, here, here's the beauty of it. I mean, I've, been, I've had plenty of problems and situations. And if I look back, I can say, well, God got me out of all of them. Amen. Somebody Amen. might not be the way I wanted it, but it ended up being what's best for me. Mm -hmm. and, and, and let me tell you something. Some of it is the devil and some of it is just life. Yep. Life is cruel. Life. I mean, I, I tell I had a bunch of kids in my the other day and we had Julia's party. And, and, and I'm like, these kids, they're, they're so mopey. And, oh, I don't want to go to school. I'm like, that's all you got to do is go to school. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you get out of school. That's when life's going to begin. Right. Yep. It's all about what you think. So they're just so depressed. Oh, they're on the countdown. School starts tomorrow. Julian is, is somewhere right now in tears still. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, dude, all you got to do is go to school. No bills come to the house with your name on it. Amen. None. You, are, you just say, you don't even have to say. It, 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 just it, from magic, things show up that you need. <laughs> we took 12 kids to Dave and Buster's. How much you think that was? And it's like, so you, I mean, you're sad? Oh, man, it's all about how you feel. Yeah. All about how you think. Everybody yeah. say amen. Amen. So ask the Lord to help you guard your mind, help guard and direct your mind. Now, point two is recognize the source of your self-focus and defeating thoughts. You got to recognize what's bothering you amen. and be honest. Amen. Even if it's silly. Amen. Some of some silly things bother you. You know, you know what bothers me? This is what Courtney does. She puts the toilet paper that on and it, it goes under. I like my toilet paper over. Amen. And I've talked to her about this at least four times. <laughs> I like toilet paper over the top, not underneath. It bothers me. So I don't use the bathroom downstairs, but I go in there and check it anyway. And then I'm like, okay, here's Courtney again. And then so she comes in, I just look at her. Yeah, uh, It bothers me. It's silly. But you got to recognize the silly stuff that bothers you. Yep. And you got to recognize the serious stuff that bothers you. Amen. But let me tell you something. The serious stuff that's bothering you, if you step back away from it, it's silly too. Amen. Why am I, why am I, why is this bothering me like that? When, when somebody says something to you that, and, it, and for some reason, it just burns your bacon up, man. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why, is that, why did that bother me so much? So you got you to gotta get to the, 
to the to the root of what's really bothering you. Amen. It was some what someone said, what someone may have done. Was and am I saying and that's real? But what's happening is how you feel about it, how you think about it, will start to drive you. You got to protect how you think about these things, but you got to recognize the source of what's really bending you out of shape. Everybody say, "Man." Amen. Then you got to replace your self-focused thinking with the God-focused mindset. See, because whenever you start to take that on, you're really, just, you're really just taking it on and you're going, man, this is bothering me. I don't like, I don't like that. This, this, this is me, I, me, I. So you're bringing all the focus into yourself when actually the Bible wants you to turn from that and just begin to focus on the good things that come from God. And then some of you will say, well, that's kind of hard to do. And I'm here to say, no, it's not. Because that's, that, that's your best choice. Amen. That's the best thing to do instead of sitting there stewing in it, bubbling, crock pot, just simmering in it. Man, you got to start changing the way you feel. The only way you can change the way you feel is not by thinking happy thoughts of unicorns and balloons. You have to turn your way and start thinking of the great things of God. Everybody say amen. All that is true, all that is, is right, all that is right in, in the world in you. Everything that's going on inside of you and around you, that's good. You got this one thing that's bad and it takes away all this good you got. Control the way you think. Amen. Most people when I get it, when I have, and let me tell you something, I've limited my conversations now. I, I can't do it. I'm too old now, I'm grouchy. <laughs> I can only hear so much. And then I'm like, I, I, this conversation, I can't do it. I can't do it. Once, once I tell you something and you give me three reasons why you can't do it, I, I, then don't do it. I, I can't, I don't have the patience anymore. I, I, I'm burnt out, I'm, I'm, I'm used up a little bit. Of, and I, I, I have to go, okay, well just go ahead and jump off that cliff then. I can't do it. Amen. You can only help those who want to be helped. Amen. And so what makes a person say, I want to be helped? Well, the way they think. Yep. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So those were three, one. And so let's go to four. This is part two. You got to rest in the truth. It's truth now that you are accepted in Jesus. See, because one, one of the biggest ploys of Satan, he's got a few. Here's another one, is he's an accuser. Mm-hmm. Always accusing you of stuff. He always accusing you of being no good, accusing you of, 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 of lying, accusing you of, of not being who you say you are, accusing you of after every wrong thing you do, he starts accusing. He's an accuser of the brother. He, his, he likes to accuse people. You know why he does that? Because God has forgiven people. Mm-hmm. So he wants to accuse you so you won't receive the forgiveness. Amen. Amen. It is good, huh? They, they, I, don't, I don't know if they're... Okay, okay. They're Catholic. <laughs> so it's like, man, think about it. Think about it. If, 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 if your adversary comes along or just your mind, because yep. sometimes your mind flickers and then all Satan does is just squirts lighter fluid on it yep. to flame it up. Yep. And then this is what you do. I'm not good enough. Well, that thing I did was so wrong. Well, God will never forgive that. Well, and then Satan sits there and he chuckles. <laughs> yeah. 
Because why? I'm an, I'm an accuser. I accuse. Man, when you get accused, I got accused of so much stuff. And man, I'm like, this is so silly. Why am I so popular? <laughs> and you know what? All of that has to roll off my back. Amen. Because it's like, man, uh, I'm not, I, let me tell you guys a secret. I can't be everything to everybody. Amen. Let me tell you the truth. And I'm not trying to be. Amen. Man, amen. Yep. So, man, those things roll off my back because I ain't going to never be good enough. And so I think Chris mentioned, thank God for, you know, the people that's left. Some, you know, they're, they're still home. Not for all of them. Amen. Some of them had to get there. Yeah. Some of them had to leave. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Amen, somebody. Amen. So I'm saying when you get a it's like your accusations come. I'm not talking about uh, just things in the world. Satan accuses you himself just in your own head. You accuse mm -hmm. yourself. Yep. And it's like, man, you, don't you understand what God has done for you? You have to say, you have to turn your thinking because what he uses that to keep you down when your thoughts are going crazy. You have to turn your thinking to, to, just, to, to rest in the fact of what Jesus has done for you. Romans chapter 5, let me read some Bible so you think I know what I'm talking about. Romans 5 and 1 says what? Therefore, since we have been justified through faith. Okay, we have been made right with God because of what? We have peace with God. Well, through no, no, Chris, they missed it. You've been, made, you've been made right with God because of what? Faith. faith. No, your actions. Faith. No. Are you sure? Yep. No, let's read it again, Chris. They don't believe me. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith. Now, you're justified now, not through your actions. Amen. So some will say, well, why do we do actions? Because that's how you show your faith. Mm -hmm. But you're, you are justified. You right now sitting here. Anybody here believe that Jesus died for them and rose again? And he did it Amen. on behalf to pay, as payment for you. You believe that? Amen. You really believe that? Hallelujah. All right, how come everybody's hands not up? Do you really believe that? Yep. All right, so stop playing around because that was the greatest <laughs> thing that was ever done for you. Don't sit there and be lying, and oh yeah. Do you know that your eternity now is fixed? Thank you, Lord. I was in the back and I was like, man, I wish Jesus would come back in 10 seconds. Nine, eight, seven. This is a nice watch. Six, five. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Dang it! <laughs> Let me tell you something. There's nothing down here that would make me not want to see Jesus right now. Amen. No, what about my kid's future? I don't care. I, I want your kid's future to be in eternity. Why, why do you want your kid to live down here the way the world is going and deal with all this crap? Amen. There's nothing that would make me say Jesus don't come. Yep. Well, wait a minute. He's got great things for you. I don't care. That's the best situation I can ever be in, mm -hmm. sitting in the presence of God. Well, we won't even need sunlight because his glory is so bright. You kidding me? What down here do you want more than that? If you say, well, I want this, this, that, this, your heart hasn't been changed. You Amen. honor me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry. I was planning on being nice no, today. It's you. sunny. It's a great day. I like, I like the good weather. 
<laughs> it says, Chris, we have been made right with God because of our faith, so we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So Satan comes in and says, no, you don't have peace with God because of what you did last week, because of what you said yesterday, because of the way you think about that, because you keep doing that over and over again. See, he's an accuser of the brothers and the sisters. Yep. So what do you have to do? You say, yes, I am born in sin and I'm shaked in iniquity. But, hallelujah, somebody. Amen. The Lord is constantly, in, in, he's constantly in my mind and he's constantly has in my thoughts. And I know what Jesus has done for me. So now I'm praying for the grace and the mercy that I need to die from this. Because he may be right. But that doesn't mean you sit in that. Amen. And you wallow in that. That means you need to fight to go free from that. We'll talk about that in a second. Hallelujah. So the sin in your life is very much probably true. Mm -hmm. But the remedy to sin is very much the real truth, though. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. Of what Christ is to you and what you are to him. Therefore, what he has made you to the Father. See, it's quiet. Because Satan talks to you. And he tells you you're not good enough and you messed up and you're never this and you're never that. And then God comes along. Remember what he told Adam in the garden? When he says, Adam, where are you? Adam shows up and, and, and well, God finds him. And then he says, why are you hiding? And he says, because I'm naked. And what did God say? Who told you that? Who, to who said that to you? I didn't say that to you. So here's God saying, you're not condemned. I am condemned, God. You'll never love me. Who told you that? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Am I in the right church? Yeah. 170 Western, right? Yep. So we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Period. Chris, go to the next one. They need another one. Go. Romans 8. Yep. Let's go. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for so, those. If you belong to Christ Jesus, if you belong to Jesus, you won't be punished. Amen. Thank you, now, Lord. Now, some silly people may think, well, this gives me carte blanche to do whatever I want. <laughs> and I go, go ahead. <laughs> Not going to try to stop you. I had a phone call. Somebody wanted me to talk to these young people who were about to get married. And they're like, oh, I don't want, they don't, they shouldn't get married. This is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. And I go, I don't care. Because once they get to that point, you're not going to stop them. Nothing I'm going to say is going to change that. I'll just say this. I'm not doing the wedding. I retire. But if they've got, they gotten to that point, You've already lost them. I, I wish I could just bring out compassion. I, I, I wish I could say the right things, but I'm telling you, there are no right things. Now you just have to pray. Hallelujah, guys. Hallelujah. I know, I know. No, you're a pastor. You got to know. People drive me crazy. Because they want help from God, but not really. 
They just want God to do what they want. Amen. Okay, you guys got that. All right. I feel a little better. So, Chris, if you belong to Christ Jesus, you, you, there's no condemnation. You won't be condemned. There's no, you won't be punished. Verse 2. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. Did you hear her? She, she says, man, listen. And that's not, she didn't write it. it, it it's in, the, in Romans. And it says, it, the Christ has set you free from, from sin and death. Thank so, you, Lord. So what does Satan try to tell you? No, you're stuck in sin and you're going to die. That's how he, that's how he does you. That's, he, he, he's a master manipulator. He's a master at it. And then, and then, he feeds off our insecurities. So Amen. if you're already an insecure person, he tries to make you more insecure. Amen. If you're already an angry person, he tries to make you more angry. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. See, he sprays lighter fluid on the flame that you have. Yep. So the key is to try to get your flames blown out. Yep. Oh, I'm so moody. Courtney, see, Dad, what you want to eat? Well, I don't want this. She always goes, I know what you don't want. <laughs> well, I'm moody. You, you said you wanted that yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs> I don't want it today. Heck, I'm so moody. At, in the morning, I'll say, yeah, by 12 noon, I'll be like, nah. Amen. Well, you said we, no, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Now, then that's, how, that's how quickly I turn. It's like, yeah, that's no. I walk in a place and I'm ready to go when I get there. I go, this is really nice. All right, I'm getting out of here. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just there. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I, I blame everything on old now. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Give me my discount. I'm old. <laughs> And what I'm saying is, man, so if you have a flame of something, I'm insecure. Uh, uh, I'm very self-conscious. I'm, I'm very angry. I, 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 I'm more tempted to not be truthful or, or, or whatever. I have sexual perversions, whatever the issue is. He'll take lighter fluid and he'll try to make that flame turn into a roaring fire. And the only way we can fight it is we have to remember the Holy Spirit will give you life that comes from, Jesus, from Christ Jesus and will set you free from all sin and death. Know why I want Jesus to come back so bad? Because I've never been in a world without sin in it. Amen. This is a great day. It's a nice day. You guys are going to get out of here. Hopefully go enjoy your day, whatever you're going to do today. It'll be a great day. But it's still sinful. Yep. We're still surrounded by sin. Surrounded. I can't picture a day without sin. Amen. I don't even know what that would feel like. You mean there's no sin? Oh, that's going to be a great day. Everything spins from sin. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts spin from sin. Because mm -hmm. you were shaped by iniquity. I'm teaching a really good Bible now. Amen. So my thing is, it's like, man, everything spins off of sin. Everything does. The way you think, the way you feel, what you do, all that stuff spins from sin. And, and the beauty of it is God, he understands. He doesn't necessarily approve. I always tell my kids, if, we, if you talk to me, I promise we'll talk about it. I won't blow up. 
Just tell me what's going on and we'll figure it out. Amen, somebody. Amen. God's, God's the same way. He goes, man, I understand. Just talk to me about it. Matter of fact, I already knew. Amen. That's why I've given you all this provision. That's why I sent my son down there, because you never were going to be righteous enough. You never were going to be able to achieve it. The law got written, and it was a test run, and they failed it miserably. So I had to send Jesus down here to, to take all this stuff away. So now, now, when they killed him, what did you think that was about? That was about your sin that you hadn't even committed yet. So why are you listening to Satan? I'll tell you how not how unrighteous you are, how unholy you are. How, no, you don't you don't know the Lord. And then what happens is he starts to be right because it pulls you back and sucks you back and sucks you back, sucks you back. Hallelujah! That was a nice thump. Yes. Say you already do. That's a crazy outfit he got on. <laughs> I'm always listening to the babies. When you're a parent, you hear that thump, you go, oh. Yep. Because Julian rolled off the bed all the time. I just left him there. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's move forward. First Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Let's read that one. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober. Okay, so Peter said, listen, prepare your minds now for service. Prepare your bodies and pre nope, prepare your mind for service. With complete self-control, put all your hope in the grace that will be yours when Christ Jesus comes. Hallelujah. You got, did you hear that? Yes. I said it too fast. <laughs> Chris, read it again for me because you'll do it better. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober. Okay, that's prepared for service now. Come on. Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Set your hope on the fact of this. When Jesus comes, all this is over. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something, he will come. Yes, he will. Do, do you see the way the world is going? Yes. Can you honestly see the world going another 300 years? No. Man, ooh, I don't know. I look at the babies and the titties and all them, and I go, I don't know what kind of world we're going to leave you, dude. Mm -hmm. Amen, amen. Amen. Because we are slow, it is slowly getting darker, and God said that it would. And he's mm -hmm. promised, before it implodes, I will come back. Yes, hallelujah. Man, how much time do you think we got? How, how, much, how much further do you think? You got you to, 10 years? Okay. So I don't say 10 years, we're in true. That's cool, I won't be that old. <laughs> I'm so, I don't want to be old. Don't you see old people, you go, oh, that's so cute. I don't want to be like that. <laughs> Jesus, come back. Amen. Hallelujah, I'm selfish, I know. I'm not, I'm not religious, you guys are today. <laughs> I'm going to be honest so I can go free. I need prayer. <laughs> Put all your hope in the grace that's yours when Christ comes. Verse 14, Chris, go. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. It says in the past, you did not have the understanding you have now. Amen. So you did evil things that you wanted to do. You, you, you did them. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you, you didn't know no better. 
think about we have children and then we spend all of our good years trying to teach them how to be human beings in the world that can function. Mm -hmm. I've never taught any of my kids how to lie, how to manipulate, how to be selfish, how to be mean, I've never, how to steal. I've never taught them that. Right. My mom never taught me how to, how to be angry, how to hate, mm -hmm. how, to, how to not forgive. My mom never taught me that stuff. You don't teach your kids that stuff. Nope. They know it automatically. Yep. Amen. They automatically know how to do that. And you're sitting there going, now here's the problem. Well, for, for people who say we're not born in sin, and you're not. I've never taught a child that. Amen. So then we spend all of our good years trying to get them to be able to function in society, fighting against the things that they do naturally. Amen. Children come out manipulators. Amen. That's why they cry. They can't talk, but they tell us what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And then you go, man, as they grow up, you go, no, nah, you got to, man, I can't. Ooh, a, a kid that's walking and talking with a bink in their mouth, it drives me nuts. You just want to go over there and go, Plunk. and what do they do? Ooh, <laughs> you little manipulating little. <laughs> teach your kids how to do wrong they automatically know how to do it you spend all of your time trying to get them to be functional citizens out here in the world when they grow up Amen. wow so that means our desires the reason why we did them is because we were ignorant verse 15 says what Chris but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. He says, but, listen, just as, just as he who called you is holy. So we all admit God is holy. Yeah? Amen. So he's saying, are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, then I need you to be holy too. Okay, God, but is that possible? Yeah, with my help. Because I'm going to inform you because now you're not ignorant anymore. So now you know. All right. It's not truth sets you free. It's the truth that you know that sets you free. Because if you don't know the truth, you won't go free. Amen. That was really Amen. good. And you guys yeah. missed it. Amen. If you're going down the road doing 80, but the speed limit is 55, but there's no sign, and you get pulled over, He's going to say, this speed limit is, is 55. I didn't see a sign. I'm sorry you didn't know that truth. But Amen. you're still getting this ticket. Amen. So it's not the truth will set you free. It's the truth that you know will set you free. Because some of us don't know you don't have to be like that anymore. Amen. I don't have to be moody. Amen. I don't have to let my moodiness take it out on everybody. 
Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I want my kids to see me pretty much the same every day. Amen. Be why? Because I'm moody, man. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. It's not everybody else's fault I'm that way. Amen. So Amen. I have to control my mind, hallelujah, somebody, and fix it from, with God's help, but I need to fix it because I realize something. If God is holy, I got to be holy. It says, because I'm holy, you should be holy too. But there will be moments when you fail because you're not me. And so that's why I have grace and mercy. And that's why I have forgiveness. And that's why I have all these things to pick you back up. That's why the Bible says, those that you are, of you that are spiritual, reach down and pick the other ones up when they fall. To do what? Get back on the horse of holiness. One thing I love about baseball I remember playing third base. We playing a championship game in high school. And so my pitcher was really good, but man, he was getting rocked. That means they were hitting him a lot. And so we were still winning, but man, it was getting tight. So I remember we took the timeout and I went up to the mound and I'm like, dude, you gotta forget. Man, I just gave up that home run, Keenan, man. Now they one run away, they got a man on second. I know, forget it. Amen. Forget it, dude. Just get this dude right here. If he hits it to me, I promise you I'll get him out. If he hits it to the other dudes, we'll get him out. Forget it. Amen. Now you're in your head, you're going to throw something up there, and he's going to knock it to Toledo. Right. Forget. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The beauty of it, God says he forgets. Mm-hmm. He says, I'll, I'll throw that stuff in the sea that's called forgetfulness. Thank you, Lord. No, Lord, but you don't understand. I do understand. I just want you to stop thinking about it. Amen. See, you're thinking about it too much. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Chris, where are we at on that one? Are we done with that one? Yep. Yep. Point number five. This is my last point. It says... You got to be determined. You got to be determined. Don't let your thoughts torment you. Amen. Go to sleep with it. Wake up with it. Go all day with it. You're at work with it. Playing with your kids, but you're thinking about it. You're driving down the road, you can't shake it. You're being tormented. Amen. Here's the thing about walking with God. It is an endurance run. It's not a sprint. Amen. It doesn't matter how you start. It just matters how you finish. This is not a, this is not a 10 second run. This is an endurance run. All of your life. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so it's a, so when you do, when you, man, when you see long distance runners, first of all, I go, ah, nope. <laughs> You see people jogging down the road for miles, and I'm like, nope. Can't do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> uh, you, see those, you see the Olympics. And you, I like the sprinters because, man, they're the athletes. They look flashy. They wear gold shoes and jewelry and crap. The endurance guys got no flash. They are light as possible just trying to make it because they got like 78 miles to run. <laughs> right? 
And I can imagine when you're doing that, when you're doing an endurance run, it becomes mental. You have to mentally fight through stuff because your ankle may be hurting a little bit or your knee may be bothering you or such. Or you're out of breath, you need to catch your breath, you need a second wind or or something might be wrong or, you know, you need some water. You got to stop and grab a bottle as you're running. See, an endurance run is a mental thing. A sprint run is all athletics. Mm -hmm. You're in an endurance run. Amen. I'm almost done. So you got to be determined to not let your thoughts eat you alive. By realizing that you are free, you're free from accusations, you're free from all that, but also by protecting yourself and asking God, finding out really what really about, you know, you gotta do the steps, but then you just have to kick in determination. All right. Hebrews chapter 12, verse one, and we're almost done. Come on. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Therefore, since everybody's watching now, come on. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Amen. Why do you think they run so light? Tank top, just shorts, just light as shoes as possible. Whatever's slowing me down, I got to get rid of it. Even if it's people. Amen. Whatever is blocking my mind, I got to get rid of it. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I've had to cut off relationships, man. I can't do it. Can't do it. And my thing is this. There's certain things that you might have to say, I, I got to let that go. Yep. The that might, things that might clutter your time or keeps too much thought into it. If, if it's possible, you need to let it go. You gotta, you, some things you gotta, you gotta say, no, I gotta put aside that weight, I can't do it. I'm trying to run and finish this race. I, I, I can't have that. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. It says, listen, run the weight race that is set before us, so I gotta put off all this stuff that blocks me. I gotta change the way I think, and I have to be determined to win this thing. After you've done the other four steps, here's the most important one, determination. I'm not going to let this silly stuff eat me alive. Amen. You're in control of your own thoughts, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn the art of talking to yourself. Talk to yourself. Ask yourself what questions. What are you doing? What are you thinking? Mm -hmm. And yourself will answer back. And then the both of you, Take it to God and see what he says. Amen. And then who are you going to believe? <laughs> Your raggedy self who's struggling or, or the word of God? Hallelujah. The raggedy self who can't see anything and just, you know, sitting in a, a pity or, or the word of God? Hallelujah. See, when you really get close to God and you start to slip and you start to feel funny and you start to know, oh, I'm struggling a bit. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Where are you struggling at? Just here. Mm-hmm. So you have to do what? Be transformed by thinking differently. And it's like, so what happens? You have to jump into a, a, a bath water of the presence of God, and then you have to sit there, you know, them, you know them little plastic tubs with the water. I don't know why I went there, but I pictured it. <laughs> and just sit there, not simmering in the heat, not simmering in what is not true, but sitting in what is until you feel better. 
And then, get, and then here's another piece. Go to sleep. Amen. Man, sleep is healing, man. Mm-hmm. You ever, before you go to sleep, you, you just, oh, man. You go to sleep, you wake up. Sometimes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just tired. Yep. And your mind is tired. You've been running around too much. You've been doing too much. You're involved with too much. And so sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to go to sleep. Yeah. Shut up and go to sleep. Hallelujah, somebody. Verse 2, come on, almost. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. Let's never pioneer, stop looking at Jesus, come on. The pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Said we must never stop looking at Jesus. He's the leader of our faith. He's the one who makes, his faith, he makes our faith complete. So what do you do when your mind is stuck on this? You look to Jesus. It sounds so churchy and so religious. And I'm saying, no, it's life, people. That's how you survive. I'm not up here as the preacher telling you, oh, God is everything and God and God and Jesus. I'm saying, do you want to survive this junk out here? Amen. Then this is how you do it. Amen. Ken, how do you know? Because that's what I do. <laughs> it works. And all of you, I was telling Mike and Vicky in the back, all of us have a book. We have our own book of the Bible. It's called Your Life. Yeah. What does it look like? Hmm. What is the book of Canaan? Oh, man. Woo, boy. Mm-hmm. One thing I'll say about that book is God was faithful all the way through it. Amen. Hallelujah. But what about what Cana did? Yes, in chapter 3, verse 12. Yeah, but what about when Cana responded that way? Well, yeah, that's in chapter 9, verse 17. But the one thing at the end end of all those chapters, one thing you will see is that he was faithful the whole time. In your book, I guarantee you he was faithful the whole time. I'm not up here trying to be religious, trying to say, hey, this is what I'm supposed to say because I'm one of those preacher guys. No, forget that. I'm saying this is how I live, people. And a lot of you have witnessed a lot of my pains. And that's why I'm still standing. Hallelujah. Why? Because I got an attitude about it. You want to try to take me down? Okay. Somebody else who, who... don't like me for no reason? Okay. Somebody else who lies on me or says, okay. See, this is not no sprint. This is an endurance run, dude. It's mental. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Chris, where are we going? Almost done. First Corinthians 9. Let's go. We got six minutes. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Don't you know, man, in a race, it ain't. You know what I look at second place? You lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> we get to the championship game and lose, and everybody's like, oh, they made it to the championship game. Out of, out of 27 teams, you guys, I don't care, we lost. Mm-hmm. Second place is losing. I, I can't stand second, third place trophies. Mm. When I was growing up, the winning team got a trophy, the rest of them got sent home. <laughs> You know what I think it did? It made us fight next year to win the trophy. Mm-hmm. 
Didn't make a settle. I'm settling for being second and third. Ah, nah, we lost, dude. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I know it's tough, but that's how I think. And my, I, and, and, and so Chris, we're saying that when runners run, it's only going to be one winner. I'm sorry. Yep. Now, you might get a bronze or silver, but what's the, the, the gold is the, is the plaque. We don't talk about who won the bronze. Hallelujah, somebody. Verse 25 says what? Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. So everybody who competes in the games, they go into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. They will put a, a reef. That's why we have these, in the Olympics, they put those reefs on their head. It's, it's, it goes back, stems all the way back from Christ's days. You trying to say they had the Olympics back there? Some form of version of it. Mm -hmm. Athletic competition. And they would put themselves in strict training. Right now, you know, football right now, preseason, man, they're out there in the sun and the heat, which I got no sympathy because they make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But my thing is what they're doing is they're training. They're trying to get their bodies right. They go through strict training to compete. Do you? Because it's a, it's a competition out here with who? Between God and Satan and you're on God's side. In order to survive this, you have to train. What you're doing right now is you're training. Remember, I used to tell you there's two types of Christians, trained and untrained. The untrained will never survive. The trained will survive. Trained on what? Renewness, renewness. <laughs> I'm going to use it. Renewness of mind. Changing the way we think. Changing it from this world that constantly pulls on us to what we know is right. It's a fight, man. It's a battle. It's a race. It's a, it's a run. It's a boxing match. Chris, read further. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. So I, I'm not running like someone who's just doing it for no reason. Know what this is really saying? I'm not being religious. Mm -hmm. Going through the motions. Amen. No, no, this is life and death we're talking about right now. This is what we're doing today. This isn't a religious practice. This, this, these things are trying to impart life. And we're gathered to praise, worship, to understand and hear, to do what? Bring us victory out there. And to prepare us for the return of Christ or the grave. Whichever one comes first. And as life continues to come, we understand that and we're prepared for it because we understand it's endurance run. So if it, if it isn't one thing, it's going to be another. If it's not your money, it's your kids. If it's not your kids, it's your relationship. If it's not your relationship, it's your job, it's your career. It's going to always be something. Amen. That's why it's an endurance run. It's all about how you think. Almost done. Come on, Chris. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. Uh, he's not, I'm not shadow boxing. I'm not fighting to, to like, you know, just boxing myself and, and, and swinging in the air for no reason. Come on. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified he's for like, the man, prize. I'm fighting with everything I have. I'm fighting myself. I'm fighting sin. I'm fighting my body. I'm fighting everything. It's a fight. Amen. For my survival. Hallelujah. Come on, Chris. Uh, we're moving on. Let's move on. Philippians 3. Last one. 
Oops, I'm sorry, hold on, give me a second. It's all right, Philippians 3.12. <laughs> yes. Not that I have already obtained all this. Now this is Paul, he's saying, listen, not that I've already obtained this, or I'm perfect. He's saying, I, Paul is saying, I'm not perfect. Paul, you wrote most of the New Testament. I know, but I'm not perfect. Hallelujah, somebody. But I do press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Hallelujah. It's like, man, I'm, pre I have, I'm not perfect, but I'm working to be perfect. And then let me tell you something, I'm not going to make it. But I'm going to keep pressing towards the mark. Why? Because Jesus has made me his own, so therefore I owe him. So now I'm going to press on. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you perfect? No. I'm not, man, I'm far from perfect. And I, and I it, judge me, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not perfect. Hallelujah, somebody. The reason why we can't judge is because nobody's perfect. Amen. Jesus says, okay, hit her in the head with a rock. Go ahead. Oh, wait a minute, wait. The only person that can do that is someone else that if we knew what you were doing, you'd be standing there too. So if, if, if we know what you were doing and you wouldn't be standing there, then you hit her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, before you guys throw a rock, Make sure you wouldn't be standing there if we knew what you were doing. Amen. And what did everybody do? They left. They walked away. And what did Jesus do? He says, wait a minute, where are all the people who were accusing you? They, mm -hmm. they left, they left, they left, my Lord. And he goes, well, I don't accuse you either. You're good. Oh, but listen, you got to stop. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Chris, come on. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold, taken hold of it. Mm -hmm. But one thing I do. This is what he, Chris, <laughs> this is what he does. He said, listen, I'm not saying I perfected all of this yet. I'm not saying that I perfectly do all this thing. But this is what I do. What? Forgetting what is behind. I forget. Hey, dude, you just gave up a home run. I know. We were winning. By four runs, now we're only winning, winning by one. I know, man, kidding, man, I threw that curve, he knocked it out. I get it. But look, dude, all we need is one out, man. One out. You got to forget it. Forget it. Just throw the ball. Throw it low. I know you're tired. We ain't got no bullpen, man. Throw it low. If they hit it on the ground, I promise you we'll get them out. Just pitch. Forget the home run. I'm telling you that right now. Forget about it. No kidding, you understand? Forget it. Mm -hmm. Forget it. Just throw it. Just throw it. We got you. Forget about it. Everybody in here has got you. Amen. We don't let no infiltrators or no enemies come in and deflect that. Everybody in here has everybody in here's back. Amen. If you can't do that, get out. Amen. But what if they were wrong? So what? We're going to forget about it. And we're going to grow. Hallelujah. And we're going to cleanse. 
Hallelujah. For one thing I do, this is what the writer is saying, I forget what is behind and I strain towards what is ahead. I keep, I'm determined to control the way I think. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Not going to let the way I think cause problems in my home. Not going to let the way I think cause problems in my marriage. Not going to let the way I think cause me to go back to something that I know I can't go back to. I won't, I won't, I won't let the way I think affect how I raise my children. I won't let how I think affect how my day is going to go. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let things manipulate you back to what you know isn't good. Amen. And don't let you don't let things let you take something on that you know is not going to be good. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Because it's all about what? How I think about it. Mm-hmm. He says, I forget. Come on, Chris, almost there. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Man, Jesus. I'm trying to get the prize. I'm going I'm to press on. I'm going to forget that I'm pressing on. Come on. All of us, then, who are mature should take such a view of things. Now, everybody who's mature should take that view. And if once... <laughs> Let me read my translation on that one, Chris. All of us who have grown to be spiritually mature should think this way. And if there is any of us, if there's any of this that you don't agree with, don't worry, God will make it clear to you. Hallelujah. Read it again because I jacked it. It says all of, all of us who have grown to be spiritual mature should think this way. And if there is any of this stuff that we're talking about that you don't agree with, don't worry, God will make it clear. Because some of you are still sitting there going, man, I just, I, just, I, I can't, I, I don't know, I try. And I'm saying, man, don't worry, God's going to make it clear. Hallelujah, somebody, hallelujah. Last verse, verse 16. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. But we should con continue to follow the truth that we already have, man. Amen. I'm telling you guys are free. You're free. Free from accusations, free from, from, from pain, free from abuse. Free from your own sinful desires. Free, free. You guys are free. But kidding, you don't know I struck. No, that's the problem. You don't realize you're free. So if Jesus has opened the cage that you were locked in, walk out. How do you do it? What did, weren't you listening? You got to forget. So you got to ask the Lord to guard and direct your mind. You got to recognize the source of your self-focus and defeating thoughts. Replace self-focused thinking with a God-focused mindset. Rest in the truth that you are accepted in Jesus Christ. And then you got to just be determined. It's that simple. Come on, huh? 
You're saying, that's a lot. That's not simple. I know I'm lying. It's not really that simple, but you got to do it. It becomes more simpler, simpler. You know what I meant. It becomes more simpler the more you do it. God has grace for everything that's going on in your world. He has mercy for everything that's going on in your world. He really does. And while you're sitting there telling God what you're not and what you can't do, you know what God is telling you? Who, who told you that? Who, who convinced you of that? Who's got you thinking that way? Adam, I never said you were naked. Who told you that? That's what God does to us all the time when we give him reasons why we can't. I don't care what nobody say. I'm a righteous man. Wait a minute, Kenan, but what? I don't care. I forgot about that. Man, I got this mark on my wrist. I probably, I should have cut the tape off. You see my wrist? I got a mark. I knocked the guy's tooth out and it got stuck in my wrist. And I always think about that, dude. I'm like, man, I knocked that guy's front tooth out. Hope he had uh, dental. It was his fault. But, uh, man, I'm so different now. I'm not saying you catch me wrong, I won't knock your tooth out. I'm just saying, why would I look back at that? I look back at 2018 and go, man, that was a tough year. I didn't even deserve it. But I go, man, I still give God glory. And man, God worked it out. I've been accused. I've been stalked. I've had all kind of stuff, man, to go on in my world. And I'm still standing. And the key is, what am I thinking? I still think God is on the throne. I think God is still the most high, and I think I'm still his son. So therefore, if I got that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because thou art with me. <laughs> so I'm not being religious. I'm not standing here going, look to God. Look to God. Look to God. I'm saying, you want to survive? This is how you do it. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's do communion so we